Welcome to the Ryan Frank Podcast. Ryan is a family man, first and foremost, but he's also a pastor, publisher, and serial entrepreneur. This podcast will help you think, work, and create like never before. Hey, friends, welcome to the Ryan Frank Podcast. This is Ryan Frank, and thank you for tuning in. I'm so excited about today's podcast because I had the opportunity to sit down and chat with Pastor Dave Stone. Dave Stone was the lead pastor up until recently of Southeast Christian Church in Louisville. Now, if you live anywhere remotely to Louisville, you know of Southeast Christian Church. People call it the Six Flags over Louisville. It's this huge church with this great ministry. And I have followed Dave Stone for a number of years from a distance. I've had a lot of mutual friends or friends of mine that work have worked at Southeast Christian or currently work at Southeast Christian. And so I feel like I've known Dave. Today was the first time I actually was able to talk to him. And the purpose of our podcast is Dave in Southeast Christian Church has a significant role in the story of two people, Sharon and Ed, and the upcoming movie, Ordinary Angels. Now, if you were at the Kids Matter Conference, perhaps you were a part of our pre-screening of Ordinary Angels. It's coming to theaters on February 23rd. You can learn more about it at ordinaryangels.movie. But again, as I said, Pastor Dave and Southeast Christian play a significant part in the story and in the film. And so we talked about that today, but then Dave also gave some great encouragement to those of you that are kids pastors and children's ministry leaders. We talk about the importance of remembering people's names, um, you know, we talk about things that Dave wished he could go back and do different as young Dave, like discipling people more intentionally, one-on-one, and so much more. It was a fascinating conversation, and I really hope that you enjoy it. also hope that you get behind the movie, Ordinary Angels, and take your church, your small group, your family, your friends, when it hits theaters on February 23rd. Friends, um, if you are watching today on YouTube, thank you so much. If you are listening, thank you as well. I want to remind you that the Ryan Frank Podcast is an audio podcast wherever you listen to your audio podcast. Also, a YouTube podcast. So if you're more of a video person, you can just find this on YouTube. All the links can be found at ryanfrank.com. Well, let's get this show on the road. Friends, here is my conversation with Pastor Dave Stone about the film Ordinary Angels and much more. Hope that you enjoy. Pastor Dave, thank you so much for joining me on the podcast today. Hey, Brian, it's so good to be with you. I've looked forward to this and have seen it on my calendar and, and couldn't wait to have the chance to get to talk with you. Now, I figured it was on your bucket list, a podcast with Ryan Frank. You yeah. can scratch it off. Grand Canyon. Uh, yeah. Yes. Maybe Hawaii could, sometime, and then yep. Ryan. You were and third. Ryan Frank. So I'm happy to get something scratched off your bucket list, Pastor Dave. Before <laughs> we before we pushed record, Dave and I were talking. We have several mutual friends that worked for Dave in the ministry when you were the the pastor at Southeast Christian, and Beth and I just live about three hours north, and so we have always had a ton of respect for you and your ministry and your church and just the impact that it's made. Today, we're talking about this new movie. And those of you that are watching or listening to the podcast, if you were with us at the Kids Matter Conference this fall, a lot of you came a day early and you watched the pre-screening of the film Ordinary Angels. 
And we are so, so excited as a ministry to be a partner with this project, uh, releasing February 23rd. And Dave, I love it that you and your church had such a significant part of this story, what, 25, 30 years ago, whenever the story happened. Would you take a minute and just tell us why Pastor, you know, why Pastor Dave Stone is on here with Ryan talking about this movie, Ordinary mm-hmm. Angels? Well, I'm a big uh, supporter of Christian movies. I think that we have an opportunity to get the ear of Hollywood when when Christians go out to the movie theaters and uh, we can we can complain about how terrible the movies are or we can go when there is a Christian one or a good one that has a good uh, family message and uh, and Ordinary Angels has has both of those. Um, it did happen 30 years ago. It is based on a true story. Those are my favorite movies to go to is when there's this has really happened. This is just got some Hollywood moments in it, but this is based on a true story. And it is for for those that weren't at your pre-screening. Uh, I would just say that it's a story of a, a man in Louisville, Kentucky, whose wife passed away. And while he was still grieving her loss, he had two daughters and one of them desperately needed a liver transplant. He was inundated with medical bills from his wife's sickness and now with his daughter's sickness. And the whole story is how one woman, uh, a Southeast member, uh, Sharon Stevens, just kind of went out on her own uh, with this family that was total strangers, Ed Schmidt, who she had never met. And she began raising money and uh, trying to help defray his medical costs and became a really an angel uh within the community here in louisville yeah everyone knew who she was and uh she would be on tv with all sorts of events trying to to help raise money for for ed and so it's it's that's the first part of the story um the second part is that she needs this liver transplant and um it happened to be the liver came available on the day of the uh, worst blizzard in Kentucky history. Mm. 17 inches of, of snow fell upon two inches of ice, mm. uh, sub-zero temperatures for two straight days and shut the entire city down. And that's when the liver became available. Six hours to get to Nebraska. Don't want to give away the end of the story, but um, our church, uh, Southeast Christian, uh, a major scene takes place at at Southeast. And I'll just leave it at that. And uh, the whole community came together. So it's a it's a cool story of a woman reaching out uh, to serve another family and be the hands and feet of Jesus. I love it. And this happened in your backyard. At what point did you hear about this story? Do you remember? Yeah. Was it, it, when, was, this, was it when the snowstorm hit or was it you had been it was, following it or? It was probably a month or two before because uh, they were trying to raise, raise money for little Michelle. Uh-huh. And so different different tv stations and radio stations uh sharon you know if if you talk to sharon she would uh, when i say to her how did you why did you do this for a total stranger yeah. and i get emotional thinking about ryan because she she said i i didn't have a choice hmm. she said god laid it on my heart she said i never look at the newspaper and i happened to look at the newspaper on the the day that uh ed's wife's funeral was and I saw this story about what was going on, uh, how they needed money for now her her daughter and for these medical expenses. And she said, 
It was like God just wouldn't let go. It was a calling in my life. Wow. And she answered she answered that calling. Yeah. That's so cool. Did you ever meet Sharon and Ed personally? And if so, is yeah. there anything you can share about them? Oh man. Uh boy, I'm glad you asked that because and I maybe maybe Pastor, we should once again set, remind them who Sharon and Ed is. This is the Ed yeah. has the daughter that needs a transplant, right? And Sharon is the one that stepped up and trying to help. Yeah. And to help put a face with this, uh, Ed is played by Alan Ritson, a big, uh, strong uh, man's man. Mm-hmm. And uh, Sharon is played by Hillary Swank. And uh, Hillary uh, just does an exceptional job. It's She's basically, it's like an Aaron Brockovich uh, okay. is the role she plays. And when you spend time with Sharon, that's exactly what what it was like. You know, mm-hmm. I'm checking facts from the movie with her. And yeah. uh, she said, yeah, I, I didn't have one plane. I had multiple planes uh, for them. And uh, she's telling me the names of the people that really wanted to be the one that they used their airplane. Uh, so a lot of things she'll go to bat for. Um, and, and she does that time and time again. But Sharon is a go-getter. Uh, she has more energy than anyone I know. And when she is on a crusade, she really goes after it and she loves the, the Lord and, um, God used her in Ed's, Ed's life. Uh, yeah. Ed and, uh, Ed is soft-spoken, uh, a quieter guy, exactly the way Alan Richson, Richson plays him. Uh, Alan was just in, uh, the Fast and Furious movie, the the last one that just came out a few months ago, and he'll be in the next one as well. Okay, uh, and I know your listeners will recognize him when they see see his face. But uh, Alan plays Ed to a T. We we took uh, Ed uh, and one of his daughters out to eat a few months ago. Okay, and, um, you know I don't want to give too much of the story away, but I'm 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 sitting in Texas Roadhouse with him, and um, and he looks at me and, and says, yeah, it, the, the movie's accurate. He said, uh, the, the medical bills had totaled $410,000. Wow. And, um, you know, he gets emotional. We're sitting in this restaurant. My wife's across from him. I'm sitting next to him to see this, um, this man's man just tear up and tears rolling down his face and to hear him say how, God used Sharon and how uh, God took care of that. All of those medical bills is uh, truly an act of God, uh, of God's intervention by using uh, his servant, Sharon, and a whole lot of people to make a difference. How amazing. How amazing. What's it like, um, Dave, to see a movie on the big screen that you were a part of was that a, is that a weird feeling and to see somebody playing yourself what what was that like to see what's that yeah, like to see that I've, I've been in some pre-screenings and uh when there is a pre-screening in in louisville uh-huh. they um they always laugh when when someone says my name you know they're they're not even sly about it ryan there's not <laughs> any respect there's just belly laughs and i'm like hey this is a serious point in the movie okay come yep. on yeah uh, but it, it is very strange to see that. But here's here's the cool part is uh, Kingdom Story, uh, who produced this movie, the uh, uh, D- Division of Lionsgate. 
Kingdom Story wants the church to be the hero. And so often the the church is the buffoon and the pastor is stereotyped in some, uh, some way. And uh, they really want the church to be the hero and um, because they want God to get the glory. Yeah. And so our prayer is that this movie will be seen by, uh, you know, millions of people who will have just a incredible faith experience by watching it and will be motivated to say, okay, how could I serve? my neighbor? How could I love my neighbor? Could I be Jesus to uh, the the people around me that God intersects my life with? Yeah. Yeah. Dave, don't you think sometimes we, we overthink it and we try to make it way too complicated as far as, man, what kind of ministry does God want me to do or what's God calling me to? And when sometimes we overlook these things that are right in front of us. Uh, You're, you're exactly right. Uh, I, I think about, how many times, you know, people get hung up on what's God's will for my life. And, you know, I'm just trying to find out his specific will. And I want to say, well, why don't you start with his general will? Yes. You know, the things that, that are true for all of us start with those things, you know, loving the Lord, your God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength, loving your neighbor as yourself. Yeah. And when we start doing those things, well, uh, it's amazing how in Sharon, Sharon's story was that she just wanted to to love on this family, total strangers. Yeah. And so she began doing that, being Jesus to them, one small step at a time. And what she unleashed was an entire community getting involved in in, in the action. I love that. I love that. How the Lord works. Dave, you're a pastor. I, I love what you said. I, I don't want that to get lost because when just it, we, we make it tougher than it is. Um, you know, there's this, this scene toward the end where, uh, at, at the Southeast Christian parking lot, we have to shovel the lot yeah, and, um, we have to shovel the lot so a helicopter can land and we have to make it visible for the helicopter to see. And, you know, several different things have to happen and to see church people and all of these neighbors coming from all directions mm. with a shovel in their hand. And, you know, my, t- my takeaway from the movie is uh, you don't have to be sharing, but, but can you grab a shovel? Can you grab a shovel? Yeah. You know, I mean, you don't, we're not asking, God's not asking you to raise $400,000, but yeah. can you take an interest in your elderly neighbor down the street? Yeah. Can you yeah. reach out to that single mom and, Invite her over for 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 a meal sometime and, and do something for their kids. Can you take these little steps that would be like grabbing a shovel and shoveling for 20 minutes? 100%. Yeah. And that goes so countercultural, I think, Dave, to, you know, we live in a, out our culture. There's so much good about our culture, but, you know, with these phones and we've got to find things to do, they're going to get the most likes and the most notoriety and the most retweets and the most follows. And I don't know that the Lord always wants us grabbing a microphone as much as he wants us grabbing a mop or a shovel or just, you know, mm. looking for somebody that wow. we can just serve. And I think that's so close, close to the heart of the Lord. And he talks about that in the word, doesn't he? Like, if you're going to be great, be a servant, right? Uh, uh, let this, was, Yeah, go ahead. I think it's mother Teresa who said, I am but a small pencil and the almighty hand of God writing a love letter to the world. And uh, 
If I can hijack this moment for just a second, I know you've got a lot of children's pastors, yeah. uh, elementary ministers, yeah. uh, family pastors on here. Uh, let me just say that uh, I, I I appreciate everything that you do. These people are slugging it out and serving the Lord. And uh, the impact that you are making coming alongside of Christian parents, uh, giving them someone that they can look up to, giving these kids a, a role model, uh, a hero. You know how these young kids are looking for someone. Yeah. And uh, I appreciate everything that you all do because um, it is a thankless job at times and it's a tough job and you're dependent on so many volunteers that you can motivate and inspire to serve alongside of you. And yet you're a perfect example of, you know, finding your purpose, like the, the movie Ordinary Angels talks about. That's what so many of your listeners are doing and viewers are doing is they found their purpose in in serving and pouring into the next generation. So yeah. thank you. And thanks for sharing that, Dave. And kids, pastors out there, listen, take that to heart. And maybe you just need to pause the podcast, you know, go back two minutes and listen to what Dave just said again, because Dave is speaking to you and Dave is humble. Dave led one of the largest churches in America for a long time. He is a pastor of a lot of people, and he just gave you some good, solid words of encouragement. And if it's been a while since you've heard it, hear it from me, hear it from Dave on this podcast today, that really what you do matters, and it matters to those kids. It matters to those parents. It matters to your pastor. Maybe it's been a while since you've had a thank you, but it matters to them, and it matters ultimately to the Lord. We know what you do is so close to the heart of the Lord. Thank you, Dave, for taking a few minutes and encouraging these children's pastors with that. Dave, what, it, what? how can we as a community of children's ministry leaders, children's pastors in the church with influence you know, over kids and families, what can we do to get behind this movie and this project? I'm sure we, I know we can pray. What else practically can we do? Yeah, prayer is a big piece. We, we, uh, we think that's an important piece of this. And uh, Ordinary Angels has prayer phone calls. You know, you can mm. uh, you can actually go to uh, the OrdinaryAngels.movie website and find out more about uh, a weekly prayer call that we yeah. have. But, uh, you know, that's as cool. I said earlier, when we go to the movie theater, we say to Hollywood, okay, you have to sit up and take notice because now you've you've got our attention because people are actually paying to, to come watch this. Yeah. Uh, this. This movie, Ordinary Angels, tested higher than Jesus' revolution. It, it is the wow. highest testing movie the Kingdom Story and Lionsgate have ever done together out of all wow. their movies. Great ones. I can only um, um, imagine uh, was yeah. one of theirs. So Wonder, another one. So uh, as, as you think about things that you can do, uh, I, I encourage people to go see this with their Bible studies. I would encourage yes. children's pastors to to say to you know uh, fifth and sixth grade kids, hey, fourth and fifth graders, we're gonna we're gonna go see this movie together. Parents are welcome to come as well. Um, it's it's a heavy movie. I make no bones about it, but it has it has some light moments in it, and um, I, I think it's appropriate for those that are ten and older. I, I tell people it might be kind of intense for someone who's eight or nine years old, mm -hmm. especially if they've lost a parent. And so I think it's important for them uh, to go into it that way. And with a parent beside them, 
there's there's no cussing there's no bad language um the one of the portions of the movie is a woman who struggles with addiction mm. and alcohol and uh it paints a picture of what alcohol does yeah and so i think that's important for for families to know as well yeah. but to see god redeem that and work in sharon's life and use her um you know i, I get emotional a lot of these things just because i can see it yeah. and now having met the people um and talking about it um it, it's taken on a whole new meaning to me yeah dave thank you i always like to end my podcast day by asking two questions number one What's your favorite Bible story and why is it your favorite Bible story? Hmm. What do you think, Dave? Now you're a pastor. You've probably preached hundreds of Bible stories two or three times. If today you had to pick one as your favorite, what would you pick? Hmm. I think it would be the resurrection of Christ hmm. and the scene out of that resurrection that I would choose would be when Mary and, and Jesus have that, dialogue and that encounter in the garden and she doesn't know she thinks he's the gardener yeah. you know she's asking where 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 is he and jesus is playing dumb saying who is it that you're looking for and they have this dialogue back and forth and uh it's not until jesus says her name that she realizes who it is and it's really powerful to me. I'm a big names guy. Uh, I know you've got a lot of children's pastors on here yeah. who, when they say a kid's name, when that guy, that little dude comes back to visit the next week and yep. that person says their name, I mean, they got a friend for life in that kid. That's and, true. Uh, so it's not when Mary hears Jesus' voice, it's when she hears her own name said by Jesus. And uh, I just think it's a profound moment. And Gets me excited about someday hearing well done, good and faithful servant. Uh, amen. And maybe Dave. he's going to say Dave before Wait, he says it. I, I think know. he might. I've never thought about that that way, Dave. And I, I'm with, you know, I, my fact, my 13 year old rolls her eyes because I always am telling her, she'll always get on me. Dad, why do you always call people by their name? And like, I'll repeat their name two or three times. And so now it's this with this joke, because I've, I've tried to ingrain with her how people love to hear their names, good. blah, blah, blah. And, but I've never thought about it. I've, I tell her all the time, like, you know, Jesus is a good shepherd. And the Bible says that, a, you know, a shepherd calls his sheep by name. I've never thought about it in this story, though. I know, I remember him calling Mary, but I've never made that connection when that's when she really responded. Yeah. When he that's heard when her she name. falls down and grabs him. Yeah, that's right. I love that. My second question, I'm going to change from what I normally ask, because yeah. I'm curious to get your perspective, because I have so much respect for you as someone who's been such a great pastor and church leader. Dave, we have so many church leaders that are watching or listening. If you could go back and tell 22-year-old um, Dave Stone something, 20, 22-year-old Dave Stone something, what would you go back and tell yourself when you were 20 or 22? Oh, I would probably say to get in the regular habit of discipling someone. Hmm. Um, I, I, I think I've done it informally, yes. uh, but I think I could have, I think I could have been more intentional about it. Mm. And, um, you know, because you start to see the ripple effect. I've been in ministry for 40 years. I'm scared to say that out loud because yeah. it sounds, makes me sound archaic, but well, you started uh, young, didn't you? 
Oh, yes, just a mere yeah. child. Yeah. Yes, uh, <laughs> something like that. But yeah. uh, you you look at 40 years and you're saying, well, what if I would have done this every year with a handful of people and grabbed a few more? And I've done that with uh, yeah. small groups. And we do it with a young married Bible study that we have for young couples. But uh, I think I wish I would have been a little bit more intentional about that looking back. Yeah. I got a lot of things I wish I would could redo, but I got a lot of things. I'm I'm glad I did too. So that's true. You never regret relationships that you build, do you? And time that you invest in people. Never, Um, never. This has been such a fascinating conversation in our last two minutes. Mm -hmm. um, I understand you are creating a sermon series for churches to go with this movie. Will you talk to us about this? Since we have so many church leaders watching or listening, tell us about this, where we can learn more about it. Yeah, it's and it's free. There's no nobody nice. gains off of this. You just go to ordinary okay. angels, ordinary angels dot movie backslash share. And uh, I did a series called Find Your Purpose. And uh, Lionsgate was generous enough to allow me to uh, give away uh, movie clips. There's a movie clip in each. Uh, there's at least one in every single sermon. And I really tried to write this for felt needs that people have. So it's find your purpose when you're hurting, find your purpose when you're a a parent, find your purpose uh, if you're a skeptic, because Ed goes through a faith crisis with the loss of his wife and and what his daughter is going through. Mm -hmm. And then last is find your purpose uh, when you're broken. And that's a big part of Sharon's uh, story is that she is very broken and uh, struggling with alcoholism and is asking for God to, to change her. So uh, the sermons are written. You can use as little or as much as you want and uh, go have at it. It's it's easy to find there at ordinaryangels.movie uh, slash share. Slash share. Perfect. Well, friends, it is Pastor Dave Stone and the movie that we're talking about in today's podcast, Ordinary Angels, set to release February 23rd. Go check out ordinaryangels.movie. Kids, pastors, podcast listeners, get behind this in prayer. Get your family there. Um, take Encourage the families in your church, your small group to um, support this, this film. Uh, Dave, thank you so much for your time. I know you're a busy man. Thank you for sharing with our podcast listeners today. And We're believing God's going to do amazing, amazing things through this project. We appreciate your time, Dave. Thanks so much, Ryan. I thoroughly enjoyed it. This episode of the Ryan Frank Podcast has ended, but be sure to subscribe for more conversations to help you stay on the leading edge. And if you like what you've heard, please rate this podcast with five stars. Thanks so much, and we will talk to you next time.